Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153 That's 800-943-2153 Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, Saturday mornings with Jim Valley, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 Eastern, and it is Tuesday here on the show, and you know what that means. Man, you better know what that means. Tonight, it is everybody's favorite show, NXT. And not only that, well, it's NXT Halloween Havoc Night 1. We have a lot of big matches scheduled for the show, so we'll tell you about what they are here today, because there's a lot to get into. And then, of course, Halloween Havoc Week 2 is, in fact, next week. And we got one match announced for the show. Many more will be announced tonight. But we've got the full lineup for NXT Halloween Havoc. And then tomorrow, it is a Dynamite and Rampage taping. It'll be in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We have a number of matches and segments announced for that show. Eight total at this point. Including MGF defending the Dynamite Diamond Ring against Juice Robinson. Which I believe is going to be the opener on AEW Dynamite tomorrow. Of course, a week from Saturday, WWE runs Crown Jewel. Five matches announced for that show, including Roman Reigns and LA Knight. We will give you the lineup for that. And then we have more on, I guess I almost said it, Impact rebranding to TNA. They've really always been TNA to me, but they did rebrand. Now they're rebranding back. And, man, there's a lot of rose-colored glasses, but we'll tell you about that. AEW Collision Ratings, Rampage Ratings, SmackDown Ratings. We'll also tell you what did the best on each show. And then, of course, we have got the world-famous, world-famous Raw Report. Now, I am flying solo here today, no Mike Sempervivi, so I may need your help. 425-780-7566. Text me, 425-780-7566. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. (music) 
This report is sponsored by After School Alliance. A million people are rallying for After School as part of the 24th annual Lights On After School, organized by the After School Alliance. The event shines a light on the many ways after school programs engage children and youth by making learning fun and providing educational and enriching activities. After school programs are especially important as students recover from the pandemic, but funding shortfalls have left nearly 25 million kids without the after school programs their parents want for them. Quality after school programs keep kids safe, inspire them to learn, and give parents peace of mind. Alliance Executive Director Jody Grant. Every day, after school programs across our country help students discover their talents, build their confidence, and foster their creativity through enrichment and academic supports. As we continue to recover from the pandemic, it's essential that many more students and families have access to these programs. This year, 8,000 Lights On After School events will focus on the benefits after school programs provide. Visit www.afterschoolalliance.org to learn more about Lights On After School. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Well, no Mike Sempervivi here, but I got you, all of my loyal Twitch homies here today. And if you're a Twitch homie, but you're not a subscriber to our YouTube channel, which is video.f4wonline.com, well, tonight's free show will be the Brian and Vinny and Granny and Craig and Sean show. Yes, it is airing free on YouTube tonight. 9 Pacific, midnight Eastern. So just show up. 
And make sure you hit that uh, subscribe button. Hit that bell so you'll uh, be reminded as to when the show goes on the air. But 9 Pacific, midnight Eastern tonight, we'll be watching. We will be watching NWA TNA from 21 years ago this week. So if you'd like to follow along, well, you're welcome to do that. That'll be tonight. And, of course, every Monday and Friday, Observer Live also will be free on YouTube. But today it is my my friends, the Twitch homies. So speaking of NWATNA, during an interview with Tom Hannafin, Filthy Tom's favorite guy, Tom Hannafin, Impact President Scott Demore discussed the return of TNA wrestling. He said, When I got here and took over the helm going into 2018, the company had gone through so much. It had been TNA Wrestling, then Impact Wrestling, then I think it might have been briefly TNA, then it was GFW, then it was Impact. Coming in, the last thing it needed was another name change. What it needed was to figure itself out. What it needed was stability. It needed consistency. It needed respectability. And we spent a lot of time under the Impact banner doing that. And I think we've proven ourselves. But the fact is, when this company was formed, when this idea was first hatched, Three men on a boat, Jeff and Jerry, Jared, and Bob Ryder. It was total nonstop action wrestling. That's what we were looking for. And I think that while we found that stability under the Impact banner, very proud of that, I think what we now have is we're ready to go there, have our growth and our true success. Our true second golden era under our true name, TNA Wrestling. He says, I think TNA is our core. It's who we are. I think it gives us back that swagger that maybe we have lacked. When I talk about too much apologizing, that's done. Are we going to make mistakes? Sure. But when we do, we'll get back up, we'll dust ourselves off, and we'll just get right back to it. He said that TNA changed the industry by pushing smaller wrestlers, showcasing tag team wrestling, giving women a platform to be athletes. Certainly not at the beginning they didn't. He said that people have asked for a long time what the identity of Impact Wrestling is. He says we'll now see a clearer vision of that. Well, as a man who's watched all of TNA up through, when did we stop watching TNA? Maybe 2014 or something like that, 2015? I watched everything up until we quit in 2014, 2015. And I consider myself somewhat of a historian of this promotion. I'm even watching it back now. Brian and Vinny's show tonight. But when this thing first started, they ran weekly pay-per-views, which we are rewatching now. They wanted $9.99 for weekly television, basically. It was a two-hour pay-per-view. They wanted you to pay $9.99 to watch a TV show, okay? So when this thing first started... You can go back to those old figure four weeklies. It's like, this thing ain't going to last. It's going to die. 12 weeks. I give it three months, tops. And uh, we've been watching the shows back. And it's not even a mystery. I mean, I think they made it 10 weeks, and then they were, like, sunk. And then they did a uh, they did a two-week best of. They wanted you to pay nine ninety nine to see a best of show from the last 10 weeks of, of TNA. And uh, in that time, they discovered the Carter family, 
And the Carter family essentially purchased the company and saved them from going under. But the original idea did, in fact, do exactly what I said it was going to do, which is die within 12 weeks. So then, you know, they had a crew. Uh, they had a they had a parent company that was going to keep them alive. And they continued to do weekly pay-per-view month after month after month. I think it was two years. And then finally, finally, they got a television deal. Now, when they got on television, this would have been uh, 2005, somewhere around there, you know, what, what we had seen, it was very much, very much like uh, AEW kicking off in 2019. WWE had been on fire through the Monday Night Wars, and then a whole bunch of things happened all at once. The uh, The death of WCW, Steve Austin turned heel, and then he was done. The Rock went to Hollywood, and he was done. And they had an invasion, and they botched it, and it was horrible. And, you know, WWE just ran off millions of viewers. So if you look at the number of people that WWE ran off, and you look at the number of the people that quit when WCW died, I mean, there were a lot of wrestling fans that were like, eh, I'm, I'm just done with this thing. So, you know, 2005 was a was a pretty good time for an alternative to get national television. And when they got national television, I mean, it is true. They, they pushed uh, smaller guys. They had, you know, very, very exciting matches. They had the X Division matches, all of that craziness. They had guys like Samoa Joe and and uh, Low Key and, you know, you could go on and on, all of these, these great workers that they had. And, you know, the shows were, were much better. And then, you know, Kurt Angle got fired from WWE. And when he was fired, I don't know if people remember this or not, but one of the reasons he was fired was they didn't want him to die under their watch. They thought that he could die, like he was in bad shape. And TNA immediately hired the guy, which was uh, very controversial. But uh, he did not die. And Kurt Angle going to TNA and having a feud with Samoa Joe, you know, they they did two gigantic pay-per-view numbers. They did 60000 for the first uh, Samoa Joe-Kurt Angle match. They did 60000 for the second Kurt Angle-Samoa Joe match. It was the biggest buy rate they'd ever done. And to this day, it remains the two biggest buy rates they've ever done for pay-per-view, 60,000 buys. And you added Kurt Angle, and they had a period from 2005, 2008, where, you know, all things considered, it was it was their glory period. That ended in 2008. And then we had 2009 and 2010, and Vince Russo was out of his mind, and Hulk Hogan came in, and Eric Bischoff came in, and brother, it was horrible. It was horrible. And, uh, you know, it struggled along, and, you know, Dixie was there, and she was handing out gigantic contracts, and, you know, it was just, uh, it was a disaster. And then eventually, you know, place got sold, and Dixie was out, and, and really, you know, the reason that the shows are so much better now is there is no Dixie. There is no Vince Russo. There is no Eric Bischoff. There is no Hulk Hogan. There's nobody screwing this whole thing up. So, yeah, it's much, much better now. And I do not begrudge them for rebranding back to TNA 
because you can see there's a lot of people that have fond, fond memories of a three-year period. And if you can capitalize on that nostalgia, if you can get people giving them another chance because they're now rebranding back to the legendary TNA, then, hey, more power to them. But, you know, a lot of this is, it's very much like, you know, people's memories when they were kids of the Intercontinental title. I mean, the Intercontinental title was like, it had a glory period literally of like two years, two two years, three years. And then there was another brief period in the uh, during the Monday Night Wars when, you know, Rock and Triple H were fighting over it. But it was like a very, very short period of time. But people romanticize about this short period of time. They remember it being much longer than it was. And that's fine. That's great. So more power to them. I hope they do great. We'll talk more about this with Lance later on. Back in a moment, Observer Live. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Has someone in your family lost a job recently? and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-433-0539. 800-433-0539. 
That's 800-433-0539. Paid for by Fix My Student Loans. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Somebody that Chad mentioned, uh, Randy Savage had that Intercontinental title. He did. He did. But when people talk about the glory days of the Intercontinental title, they all say the same thing. It was the working man's title. The, 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 the workers held the title. And that period is specifically like a year and a half, two-year period in the early 90s when you had the WWF title held by the Ultimate Warrior. And then following that, you had that period where Sergeant Slaughter beat him, and then Hulk Hogan beat Sergeant Slaughter. And in the and, and meanwhile, he had like you know Mr. Perfect and Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels and these types of guys feuding over the Intercontinental Title, and yet was glaring how much better the matches and the action were with the Intercontinental Title. But Savage had the Intercontinental Title in like eighty six, eighty seven, and yeah, he was he was great. But do not fool yourself into thinking that that 85, 86, 87 period, Hulk Hogan wasn't having some great, great matches. We went back and watched every Saturday night's main event. And one of the most glaring things about going back and rewatching those Saturday night's main events is how many great matches Hulk Hogan had. He had great matches. And it's not like in, in 87... It was like, man, Hogan's having these terrible matches. But these Intercontinental, you know, yeah, there was a very, very... If you look at WrestleMania three, the Intercontinental title match was a thousand, a thousand times better than the WWF title match. But that was that night. You know, if you if you watch the other shows and, and uh, the Saturday night's main events, Hogan was having great matches. And Hogan's matches didn't start falling off till like, 88, 89... You know, he's feuding with the slow, plodding dudes. And then, uh, you know, the real glory period of the Intercontinental title was like a year and a half, two years in the early 90s. And even, you know, even when you think about um, when you think about the, the Monday Night Wars, you know, people talking about, well, you know, the matches with The Rock and Triple H and the ladder match and everything. Yeah, those were awesome. But you know what? It's not like the people that were the world champion during that period sucked. You had Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart and eventually The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, those guys were killing it in the main events. So anyway, it's my uh, history lesson for the day about TNA wrestling. And if you want more, it's tonight, the Brian Vinny Show, 9 Pacific, midnight Eastern, free on YouTube. And you're going to be able to jump into the chat as well. We'll take some of your questions for the granny segment as well. Also tonight is the Halloween Havoc show. And this is the lineup for night one. We have Becky Lynch versus Lyra, well, Kyra. That's how we pronounce it on this particular show. That's for the NXT women's title. Tony D and Stax will defend against Andre Chase and Duke Hudson. We have Gigi Dolan and Blair Davenport in a lights-out match. And we also have Roxanne and Kiana in a Devil's Playground match. What in God's name is the difference between these two matches? I don't have any earthly idea. I think they're going to largely be the exactly the same, 
just with different gimmicks for a no-DQ match. We have the debut of Alexis King, which is the former Brian Pillman Jr. He'll make his NXT in-ring debut. We have two breakout tournament matches. I begged for this last week. Do not give me two on one show, but we must. It is Carmen Petrovic and Lola Vice and Ariana Grace and Kalani Jordan. One would seem to think that Lola Vice and Kalani Jordan is the natural finals of this tournament, which I think it is. But, you know, we had that uh, that men's G1-style tournament, and it was seemingly obvious who was going to be in the finals, and they threw in a curveball. So I guess it could be Lola Vice and Ariana Grace. I guess we'll see. Ilya Dragunov and Carmelo Hayes will do an interview segment because they are facing off next week for the title. Although I still believe that they are going to add Trick Williams to this match because Trick was supposed to get a shot at uh, getting a shot at Ilya. They had a three-way last week, and they added Trick to it to make it a four-way. That was a decision by Cody Rhodes. But then Trick got attacked and beaten up by, and I quote, someone who does not want to see him face Ilya Dragunov for the title. So Cody, of course, is a fair man. I think the only fair thing is to add Trick to this match, which plays perfectly into the Carmelo Hayes-Trick Williams storyline. So we'll see what happens tonight. And then tomorrow, we have AEW Dynamite from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And in terms of the uh, in terms of the current setup, they only got 400 tickets left. 4,600 tickets out as of today, according to WrestleTix, which is uh, very good of late. You know, the Collision Show this past week had like 2,300 or something like that. I mean, we have not had uh, skyrocketing attendances, but this is a good number. We have got MJF versus Juice Robinson for the Dynamite Diamond Ring, which I believe is going to be the opener. Because if MJF is going to wrestle... He's either the main event or the easy opener. I don't know if you've noticed that or not. We have got Hangman, Page, and the Young Bucks versus the Hardys and Brother Zay. Hikaru Shida defends the women's title against Ruby Soho. And by the way, uh, these are all defenses. So, you know, Battle of the Belts, what we were just talking about the other day. What makes Battle of the Belt special? Well, it's not three title matches because Dynamite's got three title matches here on the show already. We've got Okada and Orange Cassidy versus Brian Danielson and Claudio, which my presumption is will be the main event, but I don't know that. Rob Van Dam teams with Hook to face John Silver and Alex Reynolds. Tony Khan will have a gift for Sting. Chris Jericho sit-down interview with Rene Paquette. And we have got a Swerve Strickland promo. Now, here's the big question. Another reason that you should listen to tonight's Brian and Vinny show free on YouTube at video.f4wonline.com at 9 Pacific Midnight Eastern. Well, it was uh, Vinny's birthday on 10-10-10, which coincidentally was the date of one of the worst TNA pay-per-views ever in history. And I made him come over and watch it on his birthday. But um, I think two days earlier was uh, was Sean's birthday. The Emmy Award-winning Sean Garrett who will be on the show tonight. And I got a gift for him as well. I made Vinny a steak 
That's a good gift. But I got a gift for Sean Garrett, and it has arrived. So tonight on the Brian and Vinny Show, I will have a gift for Sean. And then tomorrow on Dynamite, Tony Khan will have a gift for Sting. So you can all decide on Thursday who presented the better gift, me or Tony Khan. I don't know Tony Khan's gift for Sting, but I do believe that I will be presenting Sean with a better gift than Tony Khan will give to Sting. So anyway, then we got uh, Crown Jewel coming up. We'll do the Raw report here in a moment. We have Roman Reigns versus LA Knight for the Universal title. Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre for the world title. Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax, Raquel, Shayna, and Zoe in a fatal five-way. Rey Mysterio versus Logan Paul. And Cody Rhodes will face Damian Priest. That's the lineup for Crown Jewel, which is coming up a week from Saturday. Which means a week from Saturday is going to be a brutal rating for AEW Collision. Although this week, they did a good number. Collision this week, 518,000 viewers. Best audience in a month, 0.16 at 18-49, which is the best number they have done since August 17th. And they had strong competition from college football, including a... uh, Actually, the MLB National League Championship Series on TBS also did a 1.11 in 18-49. Battle of the Belts did not do so well. 397,000 and a .13, which if you compare it to the Battle of the Belts in July, is down 25% in viewers and 13% in 18-49. Second lowest total audience in the history of Battle of the Belts. Last time they aired back-to-back, Battle of the Belts retained 90% of the audience, the collision audience. Uh, This time, it was only 75% of the audience. And then SmackDown on Friday did a very good number, 2.253 million viewers and a .59 in 18-49. Also, uh, strong competition. They were fourth on all of TV behind MLB, two championship series playoff games and a post-game show. Uh, the Rampage show, 342,000 viewers and a .11. So as far as uh, what we have information for so far, uh, this from WrestleNomics, Rampage, the highest rated segment, was Rocky Romero and Mystico, which was the opening segment of the show. So uh, Rocky Romero will be on this show tomorrow. We'll talk to him about the Mystico match, New Japan, and more. And SmackDown, actually, you know, there were a lot of good segments on the show. Uh, the highlight, uh, the high point was Logan Paul and Rey Mysterio. That was the most watched segment on the show. But the opening segment with Paul Heyman and L.A. Knight did very well. The main event with Charlotte and Io Sky did very well. And we don't have the numbers for Collision yet. But if we get them by the end of the show, we will let you know how they did in the quarters as well. But hey, once again, women's main event did well. Pro Wrestling. Looks like people want to watch them. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
Gaffigan here with some more Straight Talk. Now you can get a Walmart Plus membership, plus not pay for it, because it's included with Straight Talk wireless plans. You get free delivery with Walmart Plus, plus a Paramount Plus subscription included. Plus, you pay less for gas. That's a lot of pluses. Only Straight Talk gives you unlimited 5G data and Walmart Plus included on select plans for free. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. Requires service on gold or platinum unlimited. One offer per eligible account. Paramount Plus essential plan only. Separate registration required. Additional terms apply. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks, and with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out, watch your entry update in real time, and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with Price Picks. And right now, when you go to PricePicks.com slash byline and use code byline, Price Picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's PricePicks.com slash byline with code byline for a 100% deposit match. Price Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to ripgrippro.com. That's ripgrippro.com. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Perhaps I've been plugging Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com, but he's actually not here today. But he will be back tomorrow. And he better watch that Halloween Havoc show here tonight. Because we got to all be on the same page. Now, the world-famous Raw Report show was fine. But, uh, you know, both AEW and WWE of late, just the same lame distraction finishes. And... 
Like I said, hey, give me something a little better. Give me a more exciting distraction finish. These were very generic here on the show. It opened up with Finn and Priest coming down to the ring. And uh, they're there to celebrate, but there's no re and Dom yet. So Cody comes out, and he basically says, Last week, Priest, you gave me a low blow. And if you think that was a final shot, think again. And Priest said, Yes, I did do that. And also, I put you through that table over there, and that was pretty awesome. He says, You know, everyone keeps talking about your story. I don't even know what your story is. I think at this point the story is that you failed. So Cody starts taking off his tie. He wants to fight. And Priest says, come on, dude. I got a match tonight with Jay. But you know what? If you want to fight, let's do it at Crown Jewel. So Cody accepts. But then he says, well, what do we do now? He wants to fight the two of them. And then out come Dom and Rhea. And right before they kill him, out comes Jay Uso. So we get this giant brawl, which, by the way, in the middle of, Jay and Rhea, they had eyes. And then J.D. McDonough runs down. And he chop blocks Cody's leg. Priest tells him to wrap a chair around the leg. They pilmonize the leg with another chair. Cody seriously injured. Again, this poor guy. And he is taken to the back. Then we had New Day and Alpha Academy, which was a fun match. And uh, Otis missed the Vader bomb. Kofi tags in Woods. They start hitting all of these near falls. And then finally, Otis gets a blind tag. But the New Day double-teams him. Kofi hits the Trouble in Paradise. Woods hits the Rope Walk Elbow. And they get the pin. New Day beats Alpha Academy. Tozawa is now a Alpha Academy trainee. He's out there trying to learn how to be Alpha, I guess. Becky did a promo about her match with Indy. And in the background, you could see this little figure sneak in. Pretty sure it was Nikki Cross, but... This person was actually so far away you could see who they were, but based on the colors of the gear, I uh, I think it might have been Nikki. This person says Alpha Academy push is done. It is not. If you watch the show, the story here is that all of the tag teams are like exchanging wins back and forth, and we're, uh, we're building to something. And they are still pushing hard that Chad Gable is working his way back to that match with uh, Gunther down the road. Seth meets with Rhea backstage. And apparently Seth just walks around backstage with these giant sunglasses on. So his new gimmick is he walks around with his sunglasses and he's acting all like a dingbat. And then uh, someone says something and he just takes, takes him off and gets serious. So he's walking around all goofy. And she says, you know, I think you need to uh, join the Judgment Day, essentially. And he says, and I quote, what would I want with you? Yuck. And she looks at him and says, you actually need me. You're the world champion. You could be the world champion. If you decide to join us, Priest could cash in on somebody else. We'd all hold gold. But without us, I don't know how you're going to accomplish having a title reign like Roman Reigns. Over a thousand days is a long time, and given how your back is, well, we could watch your back and have people acknowledge you. And he says, if there's one thing that I don't want, it is to be anything like Roman Reigns. And she says, well, that wasn't a no, and she leaves. Tonati's doing a deal where she's like the, the, she's CM Punk showing up at Impact. Hey, nice to see you guys. You know, anybody have any questions, just come up and ask. I'd be happy to help. So uh, Tegan was supposed to face, I always forget her name, uh, Chelsea. And uh, 
Tegan was injured at NXT, so the match is not happening tonight. So it is going to be Natty apparently alone against the tag champs. We had Becky and Indy for the NXT women's title. Becky beat her with the disarmor, which according to Michael Cole is any armbar. And it was fine. You know, Indy is Indy. And then uh, Lyra was in the front row. They had a stare down afterwards. They're facing off for the title on NXT tonight. Backstage, Candice gets attacked by Zia Lee, who still wants a match with, uh, with Becky. And apparently Zia will actually get a match with uh, Candice next Monday. Nick Aldis shows up backstage. So on Friday's SmackDown, Nick Aldis had Pierce escorted out of the building by security. So Nick Aldis shows up here, and man, this guy is such a great slimy character. He's in his suit, and he's being so sickeningly polite. He says, you know, we got off on the wrong foot. I take full responsibility for Friday. You can just chalk it up to rookie errors. I want to have healthy competition and do everything I can to prove that SmackDown is the number one show. But I don't want it to harm our relationship. So please, accept my apology. Pierce is like, I don't know, man. I didn't like that. But I get it. Water under the bridge. And Pierce says, as a gesture of goodwill, you had me thrown out, so tonight I'm going to allow you to stick around. Watch how the A show is run. So he leaves, and Pierce demands more security for the next segment. So the next segment is a contract signing five-way. It is Nia, Zoe, Raquel, Shayna, and Rhea. But there is no Rhea. And Pierce says, well, let's, let's have everybody sign now, and, uh, you know, I'll get, I'll get Rhea's later. So they all sign, and then Rhea comes out. And, man, they are, so, they are chanting Rhea's name. They're chanting for Mommy. They love her. And she says, I could beat all these women individually, but a five-way, man, this is a conspiracy. I know what you're doing here. But, Pierce, when this is over, you're just going to have four less women in the division. And the crowd pops. They want to see her kill all these women. So then Nia grabs a mic and, you know, we mentioned yesterday, this current WWE crowd, they're not hijacking shows, but man, they do not like Nia Jax. And she gets the mic and they're just, they hate her and they're chanting something I can't even make out, but she's being annoying and then finally all the women attack her and all of the security tries to break them up, but the security gets killed and... Rhea's laughing at the on the outside, and Nia and Raquel keep beating each other up until finally Nia lays her out with the Samoan drop. It is a five-way at the pay-per-view. We had a segment where Tozawa wanted to face Bronson Reed to prove himself. Bronson says, listen, I'm a nice guy. The answer is no. And so Tozawa chopped him, and so Bronson said, well, it'll be your funeral. Vinci versus Gargano. Storyline is that uh, Vinci needs to have Gargano taken to the hospital tonight. But they go about five minutes. Kaiser jumps up on the apron. Ciampa returns, yanks him off the apron, beats him up. Gargano hits a distracted Vinci with one final beat, pins him. I do not think it looks good for Giovanni Vinci's chances here. Nakamura did a promo. He's looking for who is worthy to set him free. Logan Paul came out for a promo. He is burying this Dylan Dennis on every show. He won't mention his name, but he just buries him. He's so happy that he beat this guy and the guy got fired. So then out comes Dominic. They talk about how they're both going to be champions after the pay-per-view. Dom says he'll be the only Mysterio with a belt. And then Logan says, you know, we're on Raw. He's a free agent, he says. 
My uh, my favorite announcer is here, Samantha Irvin. Can you please get in the ring so I can give you a heartfelt thank you? And she doesn't want to. And he goes, I- I'm serious. I want to thank you. I'm being real, he says. So she foolishly gets in the ring. And Logan says, I know I made it hard for you. I beat your fiance Ricochet. You had to say my name is the winner. But you did a great job. You were a professional. So I want to thank you for that. Put you over. But what I'd like you to do now is announce me as the new United States champion, a crown jewel preview. And she refuses to do it. He's pressuring her. And out comes Ricochet, attacks both guys, lays out Dominic, goes for the shooting star. Logan pulls him to safety. So it is Dominic. He will be facing Ricochet next week on the show. Natty and Nikki Cross versus Piper and Chelsea non-title. I don't know what's going on. Like, you know, 85% of the WWE storylines are way better. And then there's that, like, this Nikki Cross thing. Nikki Cross comes out. She stands on the apron. She's a mannequin. The announcers say she's not even blinking. But they keep cutting to her and she is blinking. And then finally she just walks away. We never see her again. Natty gets double teamed and pinned. Drew met with Jay. Drew says, I can't imagine how it feels for the Judgment Day to cost you those tag titles. But you know what? Just get over it. He's still bitter. And he says, you know, if you weren't on Raw, this match with Sammy tonight would never have happened. So whatever does happen, it's on you tonight. We had Miz meeting with Adam Pierce, and then Rhea showed up and signed the contract, and they just move away from Miz. His gimmick is now just, he's a geek, which is fine. He plays a good geek. We had Drew versus Sammy, which was a very, very good match with a generic bad finish. They're doing all their stuff there at the end. Drew hits the kip-up, goes for the Claymore. Rhea's music hits. Sammy almost pins him when he's distracted, but he kicks out. And then Rhea distracts Sammy. Drew hits the Claymore for the pin, which led to an angle later. Nick Aldis is trying to steal Katana and Caden, which, by the way, they should go. They aren't doing nothing on this show. But Pierce shows up. He's angry. Aldis says, you know, we were just having a friendly conversation. But listen, you've had a tough night. I can see where this is going. I'll just let myself out. And he leaves. Bronson killed Akira Tozawa. It was, in fact, his own funeral. Then Chad is telling Tozawa if he keeps training, he'd become a great wrestler. Gargano and Ciampa show up. The New Day is there. And they're all just trading wins back and forth, leading to, I'm sure, something likely at Survivor Series. Seth meets with Drew. He says, man, good job. Your first big win is a member of Judgment Day. And Drew says, well, what a paranoid pot calling the kettle black. Did you not see? Rhea distracted me. I almost got pinned. And he says, I saw you talking to her today. I didn't see you say no to her offer. And Seth says, I don't need them now or ever. So they both agree, no judgment day in their match at Crown Jewel. And Seth says, may the best man win. And Drew says, he will. Damian Priest and Jey Uso was the main event. And uh, same deal, good match, generic finish. Finn runs down, takes a ref, Jay punches him, hits Tope. Finn yanks Jay, balls first into the middle rope behind the ref's back. Priest hits South Ebb and gets the pin. So he goes for the coup de grace afterwards, hits it, and then he goes, get the double, get the chairs. They're going to concerto his leg. 
But Cody's music hits, and Cody hobbles down to the ring. He's got his, his giant cast on his leg. He's hobbling to the ring, and he takes out Finn. He chop blocks Priest. He's giving him a beating. He's going to pilmanize Priest's leg, but Valerie yanks him to safety. So it looks like the story is going to be Damian Priest versus Cody coming up at the Crown Jewel show, and uh, Cody has got a bad wheel. So that's going to be the story. He's got to overcome the odds. And I thought the show was pretty good. Aside from, man, this, uh, these finishes on this show were were pretty lame. But that was Raw for Monday night. And uh, that leads us to the SmackDown show on Friday, which I think they've announced matches because they announced matches for all of these shows now. They're big into announcing matches. Maybe I'll get into them after the break. Back in a moment, Observer Live. airline travelers let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation what do you do well skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it whether you want to cancel it change your dates or add passengers we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need we've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe so now you can make one phone call regardless of who booked your airline tickets and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. The only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-211-6008. That's 800-211-6008. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. 
And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for 120 bucks with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295-800-965-1295-800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Well, yes, we do have lineups. SmackDown this Friday has everybody's favorite, a contract signing. Roman Reigns and L.A. Knight will sign their contracts for Crown Jewel. And also, Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar will be facing the Street Profits. Is Santos going to turn on Rey? Not tonight, but at the uh, pay-per-view. Will he help? Logan Paul win the title? We shall find out. And then next Monday is the Halloween edition of Raw. And we have Seth Rollins versus J.D. McDonough. We have DIY versus Imperium. Dominic Mysterio versus Ricochet. And Xia Lee versus Candice LeRae. So that is the lineup for next Monday's Raw. And the lineup for Brian and Vinny and Granny and Craig and Sean tonight is NWA TNA. From, uh, I guess it would be October 23, 2002. Just find the show from 21 years ago this week. It is in the Asylum area. If you are signed up for TNA subscription service. And uh, we're going to review the show and talk to Granny. There will be questions tonight. The show is free on YouTube. Video.f4wonline.com You can all join the chat. And I will take some questions from the chat as well as the usual questions on Granny's Facebook page. And more from her memoirs, which hopefully are less depressing this week. So a lot to get into tonight. And uh, that is it from here. Thanks for listening, everybody. Back tomorrow with Mike Sembervivi and more. Thanks, everybody in the studio, callers and listeners, my Twitch homies, the YouTubers. We'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live. <laughs>